I'm a rat. I live on a little island in the North Pacific. Uh, my great, 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 great grandparents came here uh, as stowaways on a, on a ship. Uh, island life is great. <laughs> so many birds. All the birds you could ever want to eat. Yum. Yum. <laughs> so good. Brains are the best part. <laughs> Ah, uh, i sorry. I, I know uh, talking with your mouth full is rude. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this is uh, the Rat Island episode. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. <laughs> Why so much slurping? Welcome to Extinction Events. Hi, Jack. Hello, Melissa. Well, it's great to have you here. And it's um, great to be here. Okay. We are uh, talking about Rat Island today. You know, I've been looking forward to this all week. I thought, I really want to learn about rats this weekend and hear <laughs> a big story about them. Do they gross you out? No. Okay. I'm saying this for real because, like, Last week I watched Ratatouille. It's a good one. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. He cooks. Yeah, he's a great chef. Well, this is a unique episode. I am excited. Y- you want to hear more about Rat Island? I do. Let's do this. Okay. Rat Island. Foreign rats invaded this island and drove the native birds there to the brink of extinction. Our story today is about how we attempted an extinction event of the rats on Rat Island. Hmm. So they took out a bunch of birds and we're we're going to get back at them by extincting those rats. You're fighting fire with fire. Nice. Yeah. Rat Island is located in the North Pacific Ocean up by the Bering Sea, about 1,300 miles to the west of Anchorage. It is part of a group of islands collectively called the Rat Islands. But the island we're interested in today is the Rat Island. You know, they're all called the Rat Islands, but this one is... King Rat Island. Rat Island within the Rat Islands, yeah. (laughs) It wasn't always called Rat Island. Originally, it was called Hawada. Hawada, probably mispronouncing that. In 1778, a ship wrecked there and a few rats made their way ashore. If any humans made it ashore, they didn't last long, but the rats will thrive on this island, helping themselves to numerous bird species living there, eventually multiplying the rat colony and taking over the island. Years later, a seaman will stop at the island, encounter the thriving rat civilization there, and rename the island Rat Island. (laughs) Seems like it was a a good idea. A series of events. (laughs) First was the island, then the birds, then the rats came, ate up all the birds... 
Well, the birds are still there in our story. The, the birds. But they, now they, but they don't call it Bird Island, Melissa. Right. Rats came to the top of the heap, so now it's Rat Island. Right. This is not a rare occurrence. Uh, invasive rats have found their way to around 90% of the world's islands. It's estimated that they are responsible for up to 60% of bird and reptile extinctions on those islands. And as shipwreck was a fairly common method for a rat to invade an island, but there were other ways to make it ashore. Some of the earliest rats were brought by Pacific pioneers and intentionally released onto islands. These rats would have served a ceremonial purpose or to provide a self-perpetuating source of protein. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rats were kind of an endless source of food if you didn't mind eating rats. I well, I mean, personally, I do, but I guess if you're an ancient seafarer, you get what you get. Yeah, they would also keep rats. Would on... you eat a, a rat, Melissa? Um, yeah. If I'm hungry enough, I'm gonna eat a rat. It's not a lot of meat, but I doubt that you would turn your nose at a rat if you were starving on an island, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. They would also keep rats on their ships as a snack during the voyage because <laughs> they were, you know, multiplying on the ships as well. So, as a snack, as a snack, it's kind of genius. Later on, European voyagers will also add to the island rat problem, but less intentionally. Their rats were often stowaways who helped themselves ashore. Uh, The mooring lines of a ship, which anchored the ship to the island, served as a convenient walkway for them to use. Uh, So, side note here. Europeans are often credited as being the primary cause of island bird extinctions, as we know from past episodes. But recent research is showing that thousands of species of birds had already been annihilated even before Europeans arrived. Tough being a bird, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're just going, they're dropping like old blockbusters at this point. <laughs> the, so those earlier Pacific voyagers had taken out quite a few even before the Europeans. I'm not saying that the Europeans weren't devoid of blame. They just essentially picked up where those earlier peoples had left off. Mm-hmm. It was a, already had been a practice for quite some time. Right. A multi-generational, multi-cultural They effort. just passed the torch, kept it going. Right. <laughs> and so over many years, a variety of rats will make islands their new homes. We have Pacific rats, black rats, Norwegian rats, each with their own unique abilities. Some were good climbers, others were good swimmers, some were big, some were small. They were filling out little niches Mm -hmm. along the way. And it's safe to assume that pretty much all of them were having birds for breakfast. Here's that ratatouille bit. I knew it was going to come to this. I was going to say, and lunch, (laughs) and dinner, and midnight snacks. rats will feast on a variety of birds all over the world, but on the rat islands, they had a particular sweet tooth for the nesting seabird variety. 
birds like the least auklet, the smallest of the seabirds, weighing in at about three ounces. Okay, when you say they're feasting on birds, are mm-hmm. they are they like dropping out of trees, like <laughs> try, you know, chomping down on their necks and wrestling them out of the air, or are they just like stealing eggs? Uh, both. We're, we're both. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna aerial rat attacks <laughs> on passing by birds. I mean. Yeah, probably that happened. I'm gonna get into. I'm the talking about like when action second. movies when they dr- jump off the bridge and there's a passing semi mm-hmm. and they land sure. on the top and it just happened to be a shipment of. Sure. Yeah. That might have happened because these are rocky but it's a islands. rat. Yeah. And a bird is flying and the rat chops down onto the back of the bird, chomps his neck, and they both tumble. You're saying that happens? I'm thinking I'm. I wasn't there. But I'm going to say it's it's probably safe to assume that that happened. All right. Rat Island just got way cooler. <laughs> okay. Where were we? These least auklets, um, the three ounces, they flock to the rat islands in the spring to breed and then spend the rest of the year somewhere else out at sea. And because these birds are gone most of the year, the rats are kind of starving during most of that time, except for those couple months when the auklets are nesting. During these months, though, the rats are living like kings. They're feasting on as many auklets and eggs as they can. Uh, researchers have found some pretty disturbing stuff, uh, like piles of corpses with their brains and eyeballs removed. See that this is just excess, right? Right. In the lean days, they would have eaten everything. But when there's so many, uh-huh. they're just like, just give me the good bits. Exactly, exactly. The rats suck the eyes out and then they make a hole in the skull where they eat the brain out of. So that's why uh, in your intro, you were slurping yes. a lot. Right. <laughs> Thank you for noticing, by the way. <laughs> That's uh, all I could hear. <laughs> uh, you're saying you're eating these, but you're slurping yeah, so right. much. <laughs> now it all makes sense. So they say that the eyes and the brains are the richest organs, but I wasn't really sure if that meant they tasted rich or uh, they were nutrient rich. You know, I wasn't really sure. Probably both. Yeah. But it's exactly like you're saying, is that they kill more than they can eat. And so they'll stash away hundreds of bodies that just end up rotting. Haven't we all killed more than we could eat? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. I I mean, you're talking about leftovers in the fridge that stay there for No, I'm talking oh. about Oregon Trail. Oh. <laughs> if you haven't seen our ad in Prehistoric Times magazine, that's really what this is. Put yourself as a child playing Oregon Trail in the computer lab. (laughs) And you know what it's like to kill more than you can eat. And more than you could carry, too. (laughs) You got to do it. As long as the the screen is evenly dispersed with dead animals, (laughs) the world is, you know, right and good. Oh, bad. What kind of a psycho would play that game, just shoot a couple of squirrels and say, this is all I need? We've talked about this. That psycho is me. 
You did this. Yeah, I, I would only eat as uh, kill as much as I could eat. I felt bad. And you had to make up a backstory about the the rabbit you were about to shoot. About it was old. Know. Maybe mm-hmm. it had. You're really arthritis. doing it's. You're doing it a favor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I am that. I'm that psycho. Um, <laughs> okay, so they're just eating out the juicy bits. They're leaving the rest in piles to rot. Also, they are just they're eating the eggs, but they'll just crack open an egg, eat a little bit, and then move on to the next egg. It's really wild. It's they're in feast or famine mode. It's like a whole species of people who just. You know, who get those box of chocolates and then bite the bottom of it and take a look at what's inside and then put it back. What? Who who does that? People. You mean the little alcohol bottle? A box of chocolates that are assorted. Assorted. And you don't, you know, force comp. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. (laughs) I haven't done this. Are you looking at me like. But they usually come with a map of. You know, there's the raspberry. Look, if the if you if you've decided this is a good route to take, I'm going to sample them till I get. You're not looking for a map. You're <laughs> writing. You're blazing your own trail, <laughs> making your own map of poor decisions. <laughs> oh my. Okay, the Auklets during this whole experience, they're not fighting back. They kind of just let it happen. Uh, and it it sucks because they're just the bowling pin of birds. <laughs> well, here's what it is: is that for seabirds like the least auklet, who nest on islands, originally lived on continents, and as a means to escape, four-legged predators like rats will evolve to live at sea and on islands. So the sudden appearance of rats. It's a big surprise for them. They don't remember the days. Surprise. (laughs) It's rats. (laughs) Pleasure to meet you again for the first time. Mind if I have a snack? Hey, what'll it be there? I'll just, I'll just have another one. Uh, you know, whiskey with an old Band-Aid in it and a mo- watermelon rind. And don't go easy on the old Band-Aid. You got it, boss. Oh, it's tough being a rat who is also a veteran of some terrible rat wars. You look like you've been through a thing or two over there. Well, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you a veteran then, or? Yeah. And what do you know about it? Oh, uh, well, I... Let me ask you something. You ever ate the fresh brains out of the skull of a seafaring bird? I can't say I have. You ever tasted eyeballs of, of a seafaring bird? <laughs> fresh out the socket, popped them in your mouth, chewed them up like a couple of grapes. Uh, no, I mean, we've got pickled eyeballs here if you want me to throw yeah, It's not the same. I looked all over for them. Yeah. Okay, um... Well, that's part of just... Part of being an old grizzled veteran rat. Try to hang on to the good things and not the bad stuff. (laughs) Like when I fell out of that tree trying to land on top of that bird and miscalculated and instead landed on top of another rat and knocked him cold clean out. 
killed that rat? No, I just knocked him out. <laughs> okay. But he fell over and he got a scar on his face, and that wasn't cool. Well, that sounds pretty crazy. Well, you ain't seen nothing crazy. No? No. What else you guys get into over there, <sighs> Rat I remember Island. one time I was on this mission. And I dropped out of this tree, trying to jump on this passing bird. And I just clipped its wig and I set it spiraling down and it hit right into this other rat. And its friggin' beak went right through his belly. And I kept screaming, no, 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 this is not the way it's supposed to go. Enriquez, no! Uh, uh, uh. Sorry, I got lost there. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Hey, bartender. A soldier? Yeah. The next one's on the house. Yeah, I'll need it. And just uh, one question. Uh, What's that? Any other way I... You take down these birds besides jumping out of trees? That's uh, not what the army trained us for. Okay. So the rats have been feasting on seabirds for quite a while. Up until modern times when conservationists realize this is a problem. Uh, these rats are going to eat through all these birds. They're gonna they make- did a quick study of the islands and they're like, whoops. Yes. A lot of rats out there. We can read the tea leaves on this one, and all these birds are about to be gone. Exactly. And they decide these rats got to go. And they want all of the rats on all the rat islands to go, including the largest island called Kiska Island, which is home to the world's biggest colony of least auklets. But not only is Kiska really big, but there are booby-trapped caves that were... <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, th- that the rats are probably living in. These were dug by... What? Jap- <laughs> these these booby-trapped caves were dug by the Japanese in World War II. Oh. Uh, I don't know what was going on there. Well, it was a world war. <laughs> There's a war. I don't know why they're digging booby-trapped caves. Well, they were at a war. Okay. They needed some war stuff to do. It's what they're like, that's a lot. That's tough. And we don't have a lot of experience extincting rats at this point in time. So they say, okay, let's do a trial extinction on Rat Island first before tackling the more intimidating Kiska. Hmm. Break into it. Warm up. Right. Everybody in the meeting room's like, you know, let's give ourselves a shot. Let's do Rat Island. Seems kind of obvious if you're trying to get rid of the rats. Yeah. Uh, it, it worked out. And then we'll work our way up to the big boys. Yeah. Uh, so that was in 2008. On Booby Trap Island. <laughs> this was 2008? Yeah. Dang. Um, rat eradication on islands had been attempted previously and basically how that is done is with poison Um, every rat on the island has to eat poison bait killing rats with poison is nothing new poisons come and go over the years in the 1950s warfarin was the weapon of choice you ever Ooh. heard of this poison? No. I'm not familiar with the brand name poisons. <laughs> right. You wouldn't be. 
this one requ- pretty much my level is like does it have a, a skull <laughs> on it with x's on its eyes right okay tom and jerry level points gotcha. is what i'm familiar with warfarin required a high dose and repeated doses a rat would have to eat bait infused with warfarin several times before finally falling weak and lethargic and then dying and rats could also develop an immunity to it if they didn't eat enough of it. And that immunity would be passed down to their babies, essentially creating a lineage of super, super rats. rats. Right. <laughs> so that was backfiring. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of threading the needle there. It's like, what should we use to eradicate these rats? <laughs> well, we have this stuff, but if we don't do it right, we'll breed an army of super rats. <laughs> <laughs> is there another option <laughs> i guess just like regular poison that kills them <laughs> when they eat it <laughs> so the scientists go back to work and by the late 1970s they had developed a new poison uh this one is called now with more poison <laughs> brodifacum This required only one dose to work, but death by this new drug was slow, taking about a week to kill the victim, and it probably wasn't a very peaceful way to go for a rat. Uh, That sounds about right for something called (laughs) brodofacum. But for the rat island job, brodofacum was the weapon of choice. And no big deal, right? They're just rats. Uh, it seems like that would be the approach, right? Like, they're just rats, and we want them to be dead. Like, why right, are we right, experimenting right. with these right, right. kind of poisons? Well, turns out rats are capable of some pretty complex emotions, Jack. What? Yeah. And for rats ingesting this poison, it was like being tortured to death in front of your loved ones. That was the emotions that they were yeah. expressing, these rats? Yeah. Uh, lab studies have shown that young rats laugh and giggle when they play together. A lot of studies on mice have shown that they express empathy. Oh, I see. You've set me a trap. <laughs> Get it- me all worked up about the inefficiency of these poisons and then... Hit me with these uh, rat facts that are meant to personalize them. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's um. Trapped uh, me like a rat. <laughs> they have a variety of emotions that we don't associate with rats. So they'll forego food if it means sparing another mouse from an electric shock. A mouse or a rat? Um, that's a mouse. They wow. don't. They, they there are some rat studies and some mouse studies. I'm kind of mentioning because both traditionally mi- mice are the good guys and rats are the bad guys. So I mean, for a rat to go against that stereotype and help out a mouse, it's a big deal. Oh no, no. I, these are all the studies are a bunch of mice or a bunch of rats. It's not ah. mice sparing rats. Okay. We're not crossing species That's lines what it sounded there. Like. Okay. If they watch another mouse being tortured, 
and then are tortured themselves, they'll react more intensely than the first mouse because the memory of that pain they saw magnifies their response. And the rat blood pressure and heart rate spike when they watch a cage mate being decapitated. Whoa. What are these tests? <laughs> right. Right. Hello, scientists. Uh, what do we got on the schedule? <laughs> what do rats feel like when they see their best friend decapitated in front of them? This is for science, everyone, for science. Oh, man. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Bring me my axe. Strap <laughs> down that mouse. Make sure he's watching. It reminds me of the episodes we've done about the Roman games uh-huh. where they have to keep inventing messed up ways of killing animals in the Colosseum. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that much different than decapitating mice. It's just no one's watching except your colleagues. I did, you don't like, know how to buy a ticket to this, go see this is the like, rat. Where are these tests being done? It's some like middle school, like fifteen <laughs> year old boy scientists. Freaking messed up. Future psychopaths. Of yeah. The, the world. Yeah. They want to be CEOs <laughs> for like tobacco companies. <laughs> it's a good way to weed that type of for my out. science fair project. <laughs> I held this mouse captive in solitary confinement <laughs> and then murdered his family in front of him. Oh, my God. And he did not like it. Oh, my God. Turns out <laughs> they, he experienced trauma. Wow, this kid's going places. Are you excited about the science fair? <sighs> Dude, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that um, freaking Todd H. has this crazy science experiment he's going to do. No way. What, what are you going to do? Oh, well, you know, rats. Going to use rats. Well, obviously, geez, this is middle school and this is a science fair. <laughs> Here's what I was going to do. It's, it's elaborate, but I was going to make the one rat take a flight. He's going to go on a plane and his family's going to be there to pick him up when, when he lands. But then what I'm going to do uh-huh. is uh, I'm going to take away his cell phone. And- oh, dude, so <laughs> yeah. messed up. So when he lands, he's not going to have his phone and nobody's going to be there to pick him up. And he's just waiting and waiting and waiting. And uh, I'm just going to see what happens. Dude, that is so messed up. Freaking, you're going to yeah. get A for sure. Yeah? Well, I don't know. Maybe a B plus. Oh, yeah. You think I could... What- what could I do? I, I mean, mean, maybe when his family doesn't pick him up, you could, like, chop his head off. Okay. That's interesting. What if he decides to flag down a taxi? And oh, every and, time he flags one down. And in the, inside the taxi is a boa constrictor? <laughs> oh. That's so messed up, dude. dude You'll definitely be... get an A. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you got in mind this year? Uh, I was just going to do one that my brother did. I already know how it works, so I'm just going to do it because I know it'll get an A. Yeah? Yeah. But which, which one is it? Oh, it's not a big deal. I just take um, dental floss and I tie up the rat's legs and then I dip them into a vat of acid. But the acid's diluted, so... Well, it's, it's the acid's actually Coca-Cola. <laughs> and I show how the Coke, you know, like, 
strips them down to their skeletons. <laughs> and I make their families watch. Dude, that's so messed up. When you pull them up, I bet that rat gets such a head rush. <laughs> Dude, no doubt. This is the coolest project we've ever done. That'll definitely get an A for sure. The teachers here are weird. Yeah, that A plus. That, uh-huh. I love it. It's messed up. It's something you don't think about. Well, now I am. Thanks. Yeah. For me, these studies showed that first... All the more reason for a quick and efficient poison. Kills them right away. Uh, This this episode reminded me of our last episode, Colorado Grizzlies, where we were talking about cyanide shotguns, which apparently really quick. I would think so. Those are two things that could kill you on its own. But combined until they developed tiny little cyanide shotguns for the rats like they're stuck with poison how about a cyanide bomb we just drop on the island explode all the cyanides into all the interesting yeah the yeah. birds have died too but right <laughs> um at least they didn't suffer all right reading about this i realized one we have no limits when it comes to torturing lab rats. And two, not only do rats feel joy and empathy for each other, but they also experience fear and anxiety when their companions are in pain. It's just not something you think about when we're you, killing rats. You brought me to a very gross place, and you forced me to bring up this movie from the 80s slash 90s. Secret of Nim. Ooh. <sighs> Forever scarred and my childhood will be wet rats. The an- the way they animated wet old blind <laughs> rats has <laughs> scarred me to the point where, you know, you could just say those wet old blind rats and I'm uncomfortable. Okay. And that's the territory we've reached with this episode. Nothing you've good. Me, yeah. You've made me very uncomfortable. It's gross. What the rats are doing is gross. What we're doing to the rats is gross. The rats are dying in a very long, painful way in front of their loved ones. It's traumatizing. <laughs> it's messed up. It's gross. We should record, get Major to say gross, <laughs> and then just play that throughout this episode. Okay. Gross. Gross. Moving on. So this is going to be a pretty traumatic, painful experience for these rats. But the conservationists decide, we're okay with that. And they forge on. They put together a team to stake out the island. Uh, The team is assessing the rat damage, and it's pretty bad. Birds are almost non-existent. The ecosystem has all but collapsed. The rats have decimated Rat Island. So they're on the island, and the first night, one of the team members sets up snap traps. You know the kind. Yeah, everybody knows. He sets them up around the exterior of his tent. Uh, And in the morning, not only were there rats in every single trap, but one of the rats had been cannibalized by other rats. It was just a, a skelly, a skeleton in the trap. Dang. 
<laughs> rats eating rats. Gross. <laughs> they continue with the plan and they set a date. September 17th, 2008. And they still want to use poison. Potato. Which will live in rat infamy. (laughs) How are they going to do this? And one way is, as you've mentioned previously, was just to drop a bunch of poison from a helicopter. Shower the island with poison. What? Are you real? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some Uh, guy with a shovel. (laughs) No, I think they have just like a big... You know, in a helicopter, he's just like <laughs> you know, throwing salt on the sidewalk <laughs> with poison. Oh, it's in a blanket. No, it's not. A, it's not a blanket. So when you're by it, he's like, he's got a big sack like Santa Claus, and he brings her around and just goes, <laughs> you know, like he's trying to get sand out at the beach, and it's poison. I, in my mind, it was like that, or I don't know. You know how they do the water when they they put water on forest fires. Mm. To me, it was one of those kind of things. Yeah. I didn't look it up. I don't know. But it's fun to imagine. <laughs> I like the shovel. Shoveling. It out. <laughs> He's like knee deep in poison. Shoveling it out. Anyway, so that's I'm what... thinking like Johnny Appleseed. They got a big sack on your side. And then yeah. you just, yeah, let's sing it a song. <laughs> As you scatter these. Across the countryside. Yeah. Well, so that's one way to do it. Uh, another way is to infiltrate the rat society, gain the respect of the rat leaders, and then turn on them when they least expect it. And that, <laughs> it was part of the plan. To like, a lot of people didn't know that. That was the original plan. And up until really the night before, they were going to execute that. You joke, uh, but this is actually what they did on another island. What? Yes. Um, in rat social hierarchy, uh, the largest males are at the top, and everyone else looks up to them and follows their lead. They're not just big dumb rats. Mm. Uh, so, so wait, I'm, I'm, let me get it. <laughs> They're gonna be the li- pretend to be a rat, a person. They're not. <laughs> and no. he's like, I'm no, no, the no, largest no. rat. Everybody better follow me. And then he like jumps off a cliff or something. <laughs> no. And all the other rats are like, hey, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> we should kill ourselves. No, it's more gaining their. Their trust. Okay. Trust. Okay. Yes, yeah. exactly. So we like stage a robbery. And then this rat like takes down the bad guy, <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Hmm, yeah, I trust that. He seems like a pretty good rat." Kind of. Let me just set it up a little bit. Is that if the big male rat suspects something's up, something's off, you mm. know, uh, like say in the in the form of suspicious food or bait, right? you know, that they think might have poison or, or something in it. He's sort of the rat king. Right. They're not just going to go eat it right away. If he's like sniffs, he's like, nah, dude. Right. Everyone's like, nah, rat king said, don't go over there. And because of that, his underlings won't go there either. 
because they're looking to them for direction. Uh, so the, what this team does is they first, they lay out a bunch of tunnels on this island. Just empty tunnels. And then the rats eventually realize there's no danger and they get used to it. So the big rats go in, start using the tunnels. Everyone else starts using the tunnels. Then the team puts bait in the tunnels. Who dug these tunnels? From what I gathered, they were constructed tunnels that you just lay down. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're just like laying pipes. They're kind not of, like, yeah. hey, Timmy, <laughs> I got a job for you this summer. Do you like rats and hard labor? When I envision it, I cannot get out of my mind the kind of tunnels that you see at a pet store, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like vibrantly <laughs> colored tubes. Yeah. I don't know. They're probably just PVC pipes. Well, that goes back to their original plans where they were each going to give them little balls to live in. Little clear plastic balls for every rat on the island. <laughs> little did they know each one of those balls was hooked up to an explosive. <laughs> It took years for them all to find their homes and get comfortable with them. But once they did, pop. Yeah. Then they put bait in the tunnels. And this isn't poison bait, I don't think. It's just food. So now they're just feeding the rats in the tunnels. And, of course, the king rats are like, hey, this is good. It's okay to eat these this food in yeah. the tunnels. Uh, and they've really gained the rats' trust at this point and they're used to these humans coming through and putting the bait there as well mm. and that's when you come in and you hit them with the poison bait um the no, good stuff yeah nobody suspects anything at this point and this wait this is real poison right yeah and not like well this poison uh is real calorie rich so these rats will get uh overweight and feel bad and then uh, they have a higher risk of suicide. <laughs> and that'll take care of them. <laughs> I, no, they didn't go that route. But I've, I have heard that they've done that on another island. <laughs> no, <laughs> they didn't. That, this is a real story. Uh, they hit them with the poison bait and they all die off. It was a long process, but it worked. Seems like you just hit them with the poison bait right at the beginning but i appreciate all the other effort well the one benefit of this is that it's very contained and you for the most part know that the rats that you're trying to kill are the ones getting the bait and if you put it everywhere other animals can mm. eat the bait like a bird yeah so that was one way to do it uh but the rat island team decides no, we're still going to go with the helicopter. They load up a merchant vessel with 50 tons of rat bait, a bunch of other equipment, and they head off for Rat Island. Uh, following them were two long-range helicopters. The plan, cover the island in rat poison. And so that's what they did. Load after load of poison was dropped from the helicopters, covering mountains, cliffs, beaches, every inch of Rat Island, 
covered in poison. Personnel on the ground hit areas that were harder to reach. Yes. Just dusted in poison. Yes. Two, three inches of fresh poison snow. <laughs> uh, and I believe they they got them during the famine time when they were mm. really hungry. So they knew they were going to eat the bait. And then they took a little break. And then a couple days later, they repeated the whole process. A double dose of poison, just to be sure. <laughs> And also, they grossly uh, miscalculated how much poison they would need. The, they're like, we can do something with this other. <laughs> uh, how many say 50 tons? 50 tons. Yeah, I would think like one ton would be enough. Right. But I don't know. It seems like a lot of poison. Yeah. That's what uh, I'm saying. I think maybe they miscalculated. They might have. We'll see. And they're like, we'll just hit them again. <laughs> Like there's already <laughs> six inches of poison out there. They got it's like they got hit with a poison blizzard. They're sledding down the mountains, making little rat angels. I said more poison. <laughs> okay, so then they packed up and left. Fingers crossed. There's a a lot riding on this, and it was a really expensive. <laughs> thing <laughs> that's not cheap yeah of 50 tons of poison several months later they return to rat island jack what do you think happened king rats are like meh <laughs> Rats have flourished. They've become super rats. And they've teamed up with the mice. <laughs> Finally, once and for all, putting aside their differences. Mm. And uh, they're okay. just back to feasting on bird brains. Gross. Is that okay? So that's your theory. Uh huh. All right. What do they find? Rat skeleton island. <laughs> They find a bunch of dead birds. What? <laughs> Sandpipers, gulls, peregrine falcons, and bald eagles. 43 dead bald eagles. Wow. In total, there were over 400 unintended casualties on the island. What? <laughs> I'm so surprised at this. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously what happened, a lot of the birds ate rat poison or ate rats that were infected with poison. But the body count for the bald eagles was really unusual because normally there weren't that many bald eagles on Rat Island, if at all. Ah, but now it was littered with bald eagle carcasses. Hmm. What happened? I guess word got out that there was a bunch of dead rats on Rat Island. Right. You know, word got around. Uh, so they came from far and wide to feast on the rats. And of course, they didn't know it, but they were eating poison meat. It's poison buffet. Yeah. Oh, man. The, <laughs> <laughs> the beef stroganoff is tainted. 
shut down the buffet. It's too late. Everybody already heard about the great deals. Too late to issue a recall. So the scientists are like, whoops. Yeah. The eradication team did get a lot of heat for all these dead birds. I bet like a strongly worded letter. Probably a bit of a cold shoulder. And you know there was one guy who was like, damn you, I told you. He was the only one who didn't vote for the cover Rat Island and poison snow <laughs> plan. He wanted to infiltrate rat society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other island rat extinction events, they have evacuated some of the more vulnerable inhabitants, like raptors, before laying the poison, and then returned them after the rats were gone. Uh, but in this case, that wouldn't have prevented those nearby eagles from flocking to the islands to feast on those rats anyway. Yeah. Uh, so in the larger scheme of things, these unintended bird casualties didn't really do any long-term damage. There's something like 2,500 bald eagles in the Aleutian Islands. And in addition to all those dead birds, there were lots and lots of dead rats. This is kind of just gross island. (laughs) Gross island. Uh, Every nook and cranny was just chock full of them. Uh, So dust. (laughs) Old, blind, wet, rat, dead. I forgot. Can I add one more word to that? Sick. Gross. Painful. Physically and psychologically for those rats. This uh, is how you get like a cursed island. <laughs> Too much bad mojo. Mm-hmm. Man. So dusting the island in rat poison might not have been the most elegant tactic. Not only was it a brutal death for the rats, but there were a lot of unintended casualties. But it, it did work. <laughs> so... It looked like they succeeded in extincting the rats. Uh, Mission accomplished. Yay. (laughs) In 2010, they declare Rat Island rat free. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In 2012. They also declare it bald eagle free. (laughs) In 2012. They rename the island back to its original name, Howada. Uh, I mean, they had to, right? Got it. It doesn't even have rats. Since then, birds have been returning to the island and the ecosystem is being restored. So that's pretty cool. But what about Kiska Island? Uh, you know, Rat Island <laughs> was supposed to be a practice exercise mm-hmm. for the warm up. The warm up before they kind of screwed it up. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, they accomplished their goal, but at what cost? Right. But at this point, an extinction on Kiska Island is not off the table, but it would cost millions of dollars to pull it off. Uh, so at this point, it's just a matter of funding. 
So mm. it's probably not. Mm. We had a budget for both these projects, and it seems like we spent all our money on rat poison. So <laughs> I put I requested five tons and received fifty tons, and yeah, seems to be an accounting error. So I, this has been a crazy extinction event for me because I. Rats are gross. Yeah, the whole, it's hard to feel good about this one. Not like we feel good about any of them, but it's it was just really gross. Gross. I would say if you made it through to the end of this episode, like you should go get yourself a little treat because you deserve it. Because I would have turned it off very early on hearing about all these gross rats and eating brains and torturing their families and uh, horrifying deaths, unintended casualties. Really just a downer across the board. (laughs) Does this change how you feel about rats in general? Because I I think a lot of us... If that was your goal, no. (laughs) I'm still grossed out by them, and I was grossed out before, and now I'm continued. I mean, are you okay with poisoning them? And them experiencing long, painful deaths, knowing that they have complex emotions and feel all those feelings. I feel bad about it. I wish we could develop a better way to kill them. I would prefer they died a quick warrior's death. Mm -hmm. You know, preferably with a sword in their hand and placed upon their chest, a la Aragorn, Mm -hmm. after being attacked by the armies of Saruman. Yeah. That's what I would prefer. Hopefully scientists can get on that. Well, that uh, that about does it with Rat Island, unless you have any final thoughts. Uh, get me off of Rat Island. Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, everyone. I don't expect anybody to tune in next time, but... Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. A Peg Lake Deer production.